0: Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN mm. family. And we're so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. You know, we would love to hear from you. Mm. So send us an email with a question or a comment to Joy at EWTN.com. And before we introduce our guests, I want to let you all know, this is like the second week in Advent, right? right. Which is a lot for moms. <laughs> and so it's kind of like there's a lot we have to do. And so we have to get ourselves together. A lot has to happen for me, especially. You have my full support. This, I know you do, <laughs> you're so, ever so kind. But so, um, and today we're gonna have Lindy Wynn in our show and she's, she's a mother to three beautiful children. She's married 23 years and she holds a master's degree in pastoral care yeah. and she's worked in professional ministry for over 15 years. And she hosts a great podcast that I wish you'd go listen to. It's called Mamas in Spirit. And it covers topics that are relevant to Catholics and mothers each week. And you can listen to our beautiful podcast, mamasinspirit.com. So, you know, it's the second week in Advent. A lot has to happen. Mothers are usually the ones making that happen. Um, We've had a lot going on in our own personal lives. And so... A lot, for me, isn't happening. Right. I canceled a lot of things. Now you're talking um, about because yeah, of the I, loss of right. your sisters. I had passing. a yeah. loss of a, a sister recently, and it just kind of um, yanked me out of my life. Yeah. And so I'm trying to find my way back as to what I could sh- could do, should do, want to do, and don't want to do. And it's put a whole other perspective on uh, the yeah. things that we do as mothers. Yeah. At Christmas but time, but you were
1: sharing uh, with Lindy, you know, about, and she was sharing so beautifully about motherhood and the great call to it and what it's about and Mary is our, as much as she can be an example, but she's extraordinary. And you said, as if we could do this on our own. So mm-hmm. you're at the place, having lost some loved ones in your family, like you got to be reminded of that. Motherhood's a lot, and it's beautiful and it's wonderful, but we should never think we could just do this on our own. We need the grace of God. We need Our ladies inter- intercessory prayer for us. And when you're weak, and you're weak, mm-hmm. you're going to be strong.
0: Well, the word I describe myself, and I never use this word to describe myself, is fragile. Can you imagine, like, I would say that about myself? I mm. said that the first time I ever said that about myself was when we were doing our cancer journey. Mm. And I said, you said to me, how do you feel? And I pulled up this word. I said, fragile. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we have those seasons and times in our lives where maybe we're 100%, maybe we're 50%, but wherever we are, God is with us and our blessed mother is with us. And
1: sometimes you got to make fragile and weak your friend. Right. <laughs> because God's going to do great things in it, even for a strong woman like you. True that. Mamasinspirit.com. Go to Mamasinspirit.com. Plenty more to come. We'll be right back. Please don't go away.
0: Welcome back. We're at home with Jim and Joy. And today our guest again is Lindy Wynn. Now she's here to tell us about how important it is to have the heart of a mother based on the example of Our Lady. And she hosts a beautiful podcast called Mamas in Spirit each week. And you can listen to this podcast, mamasinspirit.com. Well, Lindy, for the people who maybe didn't catch you yesterday. In a nutshell, quickly, tell our family, and then we're going to talk about Mamas in Spirit and what inspired you to do the podcast, as if you had nothing else to do. Um, First, tell our family the importance of motherhood to you.
2: Well, motherhood has been the greatest blessing of my life, other than my faith and my marriage, my relationship Mm -hmm. with my husband. I like to say that my marriage is my big V vocation and our shared little V vocation is adoption. Mm -hmm. And that seed was planted on my heart. As a 21 year old, I volunteered at an orphanage in Tijuana and God was doing a work and planting a mustard seed Mm -hmm. long before I was married and we were open to having children. And we knew we were called to adoption and we're not getting pregnant. And so we adopted our first two children at six and three through foster care. And then our youngest, a whole 10 years later at birth through a private adoption, we received a call through a pregnancy help center. Yeah,
1: beautiful. Well, I'm learning through listening to you and thinking about this time of the year. And not only the centrality of our Lord Jesus Christ, who's coming to us, but of of Our Lady and motherhood and just the virtues of it, the wonder of it, but it's just coming home to me the importance of that for the salvation of the world Um, and that if people, men and women and boys and girls can experience motherhood in all of its excellences demonstrated through our Blessed Virgin Mary and through good moms, not perfect moms, but good moms, that this is central to the salvation of the world and just the attack on motherhood Mm. you know, in terms of, Not desiring a child, contraception. How many children would be here uh, if there were not that? And then you know, moving towards 70 million abortions, you know, in our nation and throughout the world, and just the unwantedness of children and the attack upon mothering and motherhood and all the sacrifices and giving of yourself. uh, What a beautiful thing this is for people to understand what God is like, because He has within Himself the love of a father and a mother. And it's demonstrated through all
2: 80. Yes, and I think that Jesus was born in a manger for a reason. And we have the Catholic social teaching, the option for the most poor and vulnerable, and the dignity of every human life. And where I've most encountered Jesus in my life is in situations with those who are the most poor and vulnerable, yet. We're all vulnerable. Mm -hmm. You talked Mm -hmm. about that so beautifully, Mm -hmm. Joy in the opening. We're all fragile. And in some way, we want to try to, in our secular world, deny that or not age or all the things. But yet, when we accept that vulnerability and that fragility and really let Jesus in, that's when God does God's wondrous works. And my Advent series, the theme of it actually comes from My daughter from my youngest, who we adopted at birth, when she was five, she just turned nine. And when she was five, I asked her what the meaning of Christmas was. And she said that Jesus is coming into our hearts again. And we are called to have childlike Mm -hmm. hearts Mm -hmm. and to be that pure. And so when we allow that and really open our hearts to Christ, that's when amazing things happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And Mother
0: Angelica always says, uh, for our Advent journey, people always say, well, what do you, what gift are you gonna get? What are you gonna give somebody? And Mother Angelica always says, we need to give our hearts to Jesus this Christmas. Because yeah. that's what He wants. He wants our hearts. And and it is. It's a time of conversion. It's a time of saying, Lord, I'm all in again. Forgive me for all my sins or ways that I wasn't all in. I choose to be all in and God, with your help, let me be yeah. the best version of me. So tell our family about Mamas and Spirits. Now I did have the privilege of you came to Her Choice and you interviewed me, you were in town and you had interviewed Casey Maddox and um, one of our Spanish volunteers, our client advocates. And, um, and then Casey said, well, you need to meet Joy and hook up with Joy and so then you came and we did that. And you did a great job. But tell our family, what inspired you to do
2: Mamas in Spirits? Um, Tell our family all about that. Sure. Well, I've been blessed so much throughout my lifetime to have deeply heartfelt conversations with people about God converting their lives, God transforming their hearts and their lives in Him, and really learning to love, learning to give their lives away, and yet also learning to reopen their hearts time and time again in the situations even that seem unbearable or unchangeable. And about six years ago, I was surrounded by a few women, two being neighbors, one a dear girlfriend, who are all fighting to live and mm. some with very young children one had an eight-year-old at the time another had a middle schooler and a high schooler and then my dear girlfriend had children in their young 20s and they were all very very sick mm. and I felt drawn while I accompanied them to write letters to my daughters because I thought well there's no promise for how long our lives are going to be on this earth. And if something were to ever happen to me, I want to be able to leave something for my children and for my daughters, because my son, uh, he's turning 25, he has intellectual disability. And so I sat for a year and wrote 52 letters to our daughters about all the things that are most important in life, all Mm faith-based, all at the heart of the matter, Mm -hmm. the heart of everything, Mm -hmm. in case something ever happened to me. And at the end of that year, I was literally walking out of a coffee shop where I'd written most of them, and God whispered into my heart to start a podcast. And it's so funny because I didn't even listen to podcasts, and I barely even listen to them now (laughs) because I try to keep my gaze so fixed on Christ. Mm -hmm. And so... The podcast is a mini retreat and a podcast and people share their stories of conversion and really Mm reversion. How does God bless people with new life time and time again? This is Advent. We think of the nativity and new life and God wants to bless us with that every single day of our lives. And even in trials and tribulations where it may feel or seem impossible, it never is because like in the Annunciation, all things are possible with God. Mm -hmm.
1: Beautiful. What do you mean by mamas in spirit? Because, you know, you were sharing in the first show, there's all different ways of manifesting motherhood. So what does that mean, mamas in spirit?
2: Such a good question, because I spent time at this orphanage as a 21-year-old in Mexico. And when I was there, I noticed that the little girls were called mama as a term of endearment, M-A-M-A, mama. And it was just precious. I mean, the little girls are darling and then they're being called mama. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that touched my heart. And it reminded me that we are all daughters of God. So it's really daughter first, mama, daughter, to know our identity as daughters, as beloved daughters and that we are each named each called and each needed in this world to share love. So that's the first. And then the second part of mama is needing mamas in spirit. We have our blessed mother clearly the most magnificent and exceptional example beyond words, and then we also have one another, like joy. When I interviewed you, I asked you in the podcast. I said, in the in the spirit of spiritual motherhood, if I were a spiritual daughter, what is the advice you would give me? You told me to draw my sword, in mm-hmm. case you don't remember. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I share that because it's like the visitation with Mary and Elizabeth. I always think of them coming together in mm-hmm. perfect love. That's our role model as women. And so we need one another to be able to glean from. Mm -hmm. So I am the one that's blessed the most by Mamas in Spirit because I get to sit with all of these people and hear how God has worked in their lives through great trial, Mm -hmm. through infidelity, through homelessness, through trafficking, through infertility, Mm -hmm. through anything, really Mm -hmm. illness, Mm -hmm. all the things. And that God meets us intimately where we're at and draws us forth, like mm-hmm. Talitha Cum in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Arise, arise, my daughter. And God helps us to arise, carries us supernaturally, when when we can't carry ourselves, which is most of the time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, and you know the beautiful part in the interview, and you were very natural, and you were very very good. But you also interview you interview men too, so and they get to share their story, and it. It went so fast, and it was so engaging. So the, the idea, I'm not a big podcaster, I and mean, I don't have time, but I, there are a lot of people that just like listen to podcasts. And, um, and so, because you're in cars, and you're going somewhere, and that is such a great opportunity to say, well, let me hear this, let me, you know, let me download this and hear this, and have that mini-retreat, because sometimes we always think, I'm the only person on the planet that's going through this. And, oh, you know, I'm, can we get into a pity party? And it's like, wait a minute, snap out of it. You know, you're not the only person who's suffering. You're not the only person who's infertile. You're not the only person whose husband's not been faithful or your children aren't perfect or whatever, whatever the story is. But we tend to think that. And so it, it can be uplifting in that way. It's just like, oh, you know, and it's kind of like you're throwing somebody a lifeline. Just grab it. Just God's gonna keep you buoyed up for a, in the midst of this storm, right? How long is an episode, you know, an interview, how long is it?
1: It's
2: usually about 35, 40 minutes, just depending on the guest. And I think it's important to say that it's really about Easter Sunday, the podcast, because the passion is about mm-hmm. Easter Sunday. Everything is about Christ resurrected. Right and joy and the goodness and the new life that God brings and the eternal life that Mm -hmm. God brings. And so when I'm preparing guests, I always tell them that even though in a sense, they're sharing their passion, Mm -hmm. small peat passion, that we always wanna end on the hope and the joy and the goodness of the Lord.
0: Mm -hmm. And that is so important because in this world, (laughs) you know, we all will have trials and tribulations and in this world, it hates hope, it hates Love, it it hates peace. I mean, you just look at this culture of death out there, and here, you know, you had the beautiful opportunity to rescue children, and not only, and as you rescued them and placed them into your heart and into your life, God used them to even rescue yourself, right? And that's what He does, and it takes a risk. You t- that was a great uh, step of faith you know, to be a foster parent. I mean, that's because it's a risk. Like, what am I getting? Who am I getting? It's complicated. It's not always this perfect child. And, you know, we've had people who call and say, well, if I'm going to adopt it, the child needs to look like this. It's just like, what? What? You know, If you're going to adopt, God needs to work on your heart first uh, because you ain't, you know, you're ain't—you not a candidate because it needs to come to a place of love and sacrifice and commitment no matter what. And we don't get to throw in the towel in because it's not this perfect child that appears on our doorstep, right?
2: Yes, I think about how God accompanies us Emmanuel, God with us. God is always with us. And we're called to that in our motherhood. Like even from afar, I think of St. Monica, when she was praying for St. Augustine, even when she wasn't with him, she was always praying for him, always holding him close. Yet I think one of the most beautiful things about my relationship with my children is that they know that their dad, Brian, my husband and me are always there for them. We are Mm -hmm. always there for them and for, our older children in particular, but really for all of them, that wasn't necessarily their experience. Mm -hmm. Yet I think we can all relate to that in our lives because there's only one person who's always there for us, Mm -hmm. Christ, God. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a, a blessing and the love is really inexplicable that we share because of that, Foundation, which is really the Lord that we're rooted in, that we're planted in, and that provides everything. Because sometimes it has been incredibly trying. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and it, and in the trying times, you know, we as women, we can get in this place where we compare and we compete, and it's like well, you're looking at your life and go, Well, why isn't it this? Why isn't it this way for me? It's not this way for me. As if you get shortchanged, and it's like, no, it's this is way for you because this is the way. I'm forming you and making you holy, yeah. and this is this is the the people that I'm going to use in your life to get the best version of yourself. And and it, and it took risk, and you, that was that was a beautiful act of love that you and your husband Brian participated in.
1: Can you share with us? You keep mentioning heart of a mother. Just encapsulate because I'm not a mother but what does that mean and how does that relate to your ministry to your podcast how do you bring the heart of a mother into the show
2: yes it is at the heart of the show because in my own faith journey and I imagine for all of us we need purification every single day of our lives. And as we go through these different trials and tribulations, you shared about your beloved sister and we we experience things in life that are very, very difficult. And we name that in Mamas and Spirit. There's no rock that's unturned in mm-hmm. Mamas and Spirit in regards to different experiences that people go through. And our hearts can become guarded. They can become suspicious. They can become wounded, all the things. And none of our hearts are perfect. Yet, God wants us to open our hearts to him time and time again so that our hearts can be renewed, refreshed, purified, so that we can love and that we can choose love. Because really, at the end of the day, it's a choice. Always we choose to believe, Mm -hmm. we choose to love, regardless of how we feel or what we're experiencing. Mm -hmm.
1: I think of that scripture that says, I will take out of you the heart of stone. And I will give you a heart of flesh and of tenderness. Women need that. Men need that. Everybody needs that. And that's what you're doing in the podcast. At least you're hoping that will take place. I'm going to hold you over for the final segment. And uh, go to Mamas in Spirit to learn more about this wonderful ministry. Hear the podcast. Be a part of this time of retreat. And have your heart tenderized. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. More to come. Don't go away. So, we continue our conversation here about mamas in spirit with you, Lindy. And so, we just have several minutes left and just tell people how they can connect with you, what's happening on your podcast, anything else that you're doing, because it's a very intimate thing that you're doing. And so, I'm sure you got a great following and that more people would like to be involved.
2: Well, I'm the one that's blessed the most by Mamas in Spirit because I get the chance to sit with people and hear how God has transformed their hearts in all situations and mm-hmm. all different types of circumstances. So I would encourage everybody to know that God sees them right where they are, like Hagar calls God the God who sees. I want them to know that they are seen and loved by God and that God will carry each person supernaturally, even in circumstances that seem too difficult or yeah. seem too hard to get through, so they can go to mamasinspirit.com, it's M-A-M-A-S-inspirit.com, and if you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you can see that there's different categories of topics that people can go to to listen to podcasts for things that are unfolding in their own lives in this particular season of their life, so they can really hear how did someone else open their heart and their life to the transformative work of God so that they could be carried, renewed and refreshed and then pour out again because that's Mm -hmm. the ultimate goal. And it's so important for me to have stories shared on there and souls and hearts shared on there from all different circumstances in life. So I have people on there who have been helped by nonprofits that help with human trafficking and with homelessness and with food insecurity. And so those are incredibly Mm -hmm. inspiring. One of my most memorable podcasts, I literally recorded sitting on the curb of Nashville with a woman who was homeless. Mm -hmm. And she talked about, for some reason, she had a cell phone, which it's always fascinating to me. <laughs> <Too> <laughs> <wondering>. Everybody <laughs> seems to have a <laughs> right, cell phone. Yeah. But she talked about being in the homeless shelter at night and reading her prayers off of the Catholic app. And I always think about that. I think about the darkness and all the sounds and the smells and the experiences of being in a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. But there she is with the light, mm-hmm. the light of her cell phone, mm-hmm. cause the light will always outshine the darkness praying. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the kind of hope that I pray is deeply instilled in the hearts of everyone listening. And the tagline for Mamas in Spirit is pointing you towards God in everything you are and everything you do. And that's my hope, is that it's not about me. It's not about any other person. It's literally about God. It's literally about Christ. And may everything we do come from that love of God.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for the great work. That you're doing thank you for being such a wonderful speaker and listener Mm -hmm. and uh, in a world where there seems to be less and less genuine intimacy and conversation you're making that possible for many many people and like you said your life is being transformed because when you you give yourself away you know that's how you receive Mm -hmm. it's more blessed to give than it is to receive so thank you for the great work that you're that you're doing we so appreciate you.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and a blessing to be with you both.
1: Keep it up. Well, what a wonderful, well, two shows that we've had so much about motherhood, the awesomeness of it, especially as displayed to Our Lady and that, that role of motherhood, seeing motherhood is, is a power that will transform the world, the whole world it's mamasinspirit.com mamasinspirit.com go there hear the podcast hear the the intimate conversations and know that god will take every evil and turn it to a good he'll take the curse he'll turn it into blessing he'll take death he'll turn it into life god's plan for you is for good not for evil and to give you a future that's full of hope god bless you and all of your loved ones Keep it on EWTN. You're an important part of this family. You're never alone. You're always home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.